Welcome to the Rebuild the Body podcast, where we explore ways to better understand what it means to be human, body, and soul. As we develop a better understanding of the Catholic faith in regards to being human, we can discover its impact and helping us to bounce back from injuries, setbacks, and sin in pursuit of our fitness goals and living out our unique role in building up the body of Christ. I'm your host, Marty Langlois. Let's get started. And once again, <laughs> welcome to the Rebuild the Body podcast. I'm Marty Langlois, and this is the first episode. Today, all I want to do is talk about how the idea of Rebuild the Body developed and why I'm a Catholic mindset and fitness coach. I will also be touching base on why we bring the faith and fitness together and the difference it makes in pursuing our fitness goals and living out the life God is calling us to live so we can get into heaven, which is the ultimate fitness goal, if you will. (laughs) I grew up in a Catholic medical military household, so the value of structure, consistency, and holistic self-care was very much a part of my upbringing. My, My parents were definitely involved in helping us to grow in our faith by taking us to Mass every Sunday, getting us through our sacraments, sending us to Catholic school, and teaching us how to pray. Um, My mom was very much the guardian angel um, person and the rosary-focused prayer uh, teacher. And my dad showed us how we can express our petitions, our needs, our wants, and desires to God in prayer. They also fed us well with well-balanced plates and actually took us out to work out. I mean, what else do you expect when both of your parents are army vets, right? I kid you not, my mom would knock on the door at 6 or 7 in the morning uh, when we weren't in school or had some kind of extracurricular activities going on just to take us for a run. Literally, myself and my three siblings would be running behind her two by two like we were her little platoon. People actually referred to us as the Von Trapp family, except instead of singers, we were runners. I played basketball and was involved in various forms of Catholic ministry from middle school through high school and even college where I studied history and religious studies. Uh, I also have worked in various forms of Catholic pastoral ministry throughout the course of my adult life to include teaching, campus ministry, hospice, hospital chaplaincy. So, naturally, (laughs) I'm a personal trainer and fitness coach. I mean, you never know where God is going to use you and what he has equipped you with for the mission he has for you. Honestly, I like to think interiorly. I'm this theological anthropologist, and externally, the fruit of that is my personal training, my fitness coaching. So how does this personal training and fitness stuff come into my story, and how does it bring me into uh, the coaching world? Well, that occurred at a significant turning point in my life. Uh, When my daughter was born... I had to have a C-section due to some complications that had developed towards the end of the pregnancy. Three weeks after she was born, I had a stroke that resulted from two blood clots 
um, that were developing at the time of her birth. This stroke took out my right side for about six months. I went through physical therapy and occupational therapy to regain uh, strength and stability on my right side. I, I even had to learn how to ride again. While I didn't care for the reason why I had to go through physical therapy and occupational therapy, I did enjoy what I got out of it, especially learning about this connectivity of the body. I mean, did you know you have to strengthen your shoulder to be able to ride again? Apparently, the whole arm works together just to write your name on a piece of paper. In that time, and of course during the pandemic, I also began exploring ways to build that bridge between the body and soul that I already knew existed. You know, that bridge between the faith and the fitness. Um, so I pursued some certifications as a health coach, a life coach, personal trainer, and training as a Catholic coach through Metanoia Catholic, a training that is very much still in progress. And, oh man, <laughs> so much gratitude for uh, Aaron and Matt Ingold, the founders of Metanoia Catholic. And they're very much a godsend in creating a way to integrate our Catholic faith into our coaching especially in the areas we're most passionate about, and allowing it to bear fruit. Um, most importantly, they helped me to tie up some of those loose ends um, in creating a fitness coaching business with a theology of the body foundation and using it as a way of rebuilding the body for those who've been injured, dealt with setbacks, trying to overcome vices, and on a bigger scale, or the beatific vision, if you will, of building up the body of Christ. We know there is brokenness in our world, and it's attacking the dignity of the human person. We see it in our broken families, we see it in certain human rights issues, and of course that internal division, just about all of us struggle in saying, God, I love you, but... And you can fill in that blank any way that makes sense to you right now. And honestly, I can now take a deep breath of relief. <laughs> knowing that something like this is possible. And trust me, whatever it is, you can bounce back from it. You can break those chains and not let it control you anymore. And let me tell you... <laughs> It is ridiculously awesome. So, why bring the Catholic faith into your fitness schools? Honestly, there's a lot of mindset in approaching our bodies. There's a lot of mindset to how we currently approach our bodies and how we respond to our setbacks. There are so many thoughts to um, how we look at our bodies versus our souls. Someone literally said to me one time, Oh well, it's just the soul that goes to heaven, not our bodies. Yeah, um, that is accurate. But that is actually not how the end is going to look. Like even according to the Catholic faith. The reality of what happens when we die, when our body and soul are separated, is actually temporary. 
In Gaudium et Spes, which is one of the documents of the Catholic Church, it says, Though made of body and soul, man is one. Through his bodily composition, he gathers to himself the elements of the world. Thus they reach their crown through him, and through him raise their voice in praise of the Creator. Keep in mind, our bodies are made from the materials of this world. I mean, we need water. We need food. And we're actually made out of the dust, right? Go back to the stories in Genesis. We're made from the dust of this earth. And even more so, if we look at the first two chapters of Genesis, we've actually been given this dominion over in creation, right? We're not the rulers of creation. We're not there to dominate. But we're essentially the stewards and the leaders in the, in the worship. And as Gaudium et Spes continues, For this reason, man is not allowed to despise his bodily life. Rather, he is obliged to regard his body as good and honorable, since God has created it and will raise it on the last day. Yes, <laughs> we've been wounded by sin. And yes, we experience some of these rebellious stirrings in our body, and sometimes they lead us to some temptations, right? But the dignity of who we are is to glorify God in our body and to avoid those inclinations um, that lead us to sin, those evil inclinations, those enemy thoughts in our mind that lead us to take some actions whether it's towards um, the way we take care of our body or even towards the way we take care of our soul, right? And ergo, the focus on integrating the whole person. <laughs> you're not just a body. You're not just a soul. You're both. Both need nourishment. Both need some kind of exercise, if you will. And both actually need rest, and I will provide more information about those in podcasts to come. And when one aspect of who we are is hurting or suffering, it actually affects the other. I mean, let's look at it this way. Someone who is sick in the hospital, whether they've got cancer or they've got a really bad injury or, or something, right? Those are the things we see externally. But internally... These external issues going on with them. These internal thoughts come up of, God, why is this happening to me? Where did I go wrong? I mean, you knew the blood clots were coming. Why didn't you prevent them from coming? You knew the blood clots were there. Why didn't you stop them from progressing? And on the flip side, when we're... We're engaged in some kind of a vice or a sin or an addiction. It has a way of showing up in the body. Whether we're feeling it in the form of the heartache, the kink in the neck, um, the stomachache, the low back pain. All the things that we're doing to our souls internally do have a way of showing up and affecting our body. And do have a way of showing up and maybe affecting some of the external realities of our world. The next piece, and this piece is actually essential for Catholic fitness coaching and Catholic coaching period and why it's necessary, is the approach to truth. 
we got the absolute truth, and right now we've got a lot of relative truth, right? There's a lot of conversations about that right now. Is there an absolute truth, or is it my truth and your truth kind of a conversation we're hearing in our world right now? And here's the truth. There is a God. There is a heaven. And the kingdom is here and now. Thy kingdom come. We pray that in the Lord's Prayer. And how do we contribute in building up that kingdom or becoming a part of it? By living out the unique call God has for us. Each one of us has a role in this. Just like every part of our body has a role that enables our body to function effectively and efficiently. Start allowing it to become a reality in your life right now. Who says you have to die and go to heaven to experience bits and pieces of heaven? We know that at some point this veil, if you will, that is separating from heaven and earth will be torn, much like the veil in the temple that separated the holy of holies from that of the unclean. Right? We read about that in the scriptures. When Jesus dies on the cross, that veil comes down, that veil is torn, and all the people are able to be reunited and worship. And we know until then, until this veil that's separating us from heaven and earth comes down, we can still actually experience some of that here. And the clearest example, the clearest evidence we have of that is the Mass itself. Every time we celebrate the Mass, all of us are united. The, the communion of saints in heaven, the communion of saints on earth, and of course we know the entire world is united any time we come to Mass. This is why we are the Catholic Church. We are the universal church. We actually have the ability to pray together in separate locations. We're already celebrating that wedding banquet, even though it still hasn't um, been revealed to us and we haven't experienced its full fruition yet, we still get to experience glimpses of that. We still get to um, be present for its beauty and glimpses of that. And someday we know that we will all get to experience the fullness of it. That day is coming. Here's another factor that comes into play and what is extremely important when it comes to Catholic fitness coaching is that everything is redeemable. Your second chances, your third chances, and however many more chances you need. I can assure you, I have not used up mine yet. Our setbacks are redeemable. The injuries to our body. And even the body itself is redeemable. Let's look at all this evidence we have in the scriptures and in our Catholic teachings. Right? The incarnation is Jesus' God, body, and soul. The resurrection, Jesus rises from the dead, body and soul. Jesus ascends into heaven, body and soul. And oh my goodness, Mary, <laughs> the assumption. She assumes into heaven, body, and soul. Jesus didn't just come to save our souls, but to save us, and that includes our bodies. Our bodies are a part of this. 
And the fact that everything is redeemable, the truth about that, is it gives us this permission to step out of the perfection mindset. A mindset I can honestly say I've struggled with and from time to time I still struggle with. In the secular world, when it comes to our fitness goals and trying to live out that healthy life, if we make the mistake of eating pizza on a Friday, it's almost as if our fitness progress is over. Which is not necessarily the case each time. It also helps to clarify the difference between enjoying a treat every now and then and the overeating splurges. And I guarantee you, and trust me, there is a difference. Another piece I do want to address here is the difference between a personal trainer, a physical therapist, a coach, and a therapist, right? I'm a personal trainer and I'm a coach. I'm not a physical therapist, nor am I a therapist. That being said, um, I value the services of both the physical therapist and the therapist. Having been on the receiving end of both of those services throughout different points in my life. A physical therapist has a way of helping you come out of the injury. They have a way of helping you to regain some sense of structure and stability in your body and have a way of helping your body to get going. A personal trainer can help your progress from there. So basically, if you are injured or have an injury, you go to the physical therapist first and then you can come see me. A therapist also helps you to address some of the internal injuries of the past and or maybe presently dealing with. The coaches are there. What our role is to help you take it from there and help you to move forward with it. Um, We want to work, walk with you. We want to work with you in achieving your goals, achieving your dreams, whatever they may be. The last piece I really want to address and where the Catholic faith really brings a benefit to pursuing your fitness goals. And it has to do with overcoming getting stuck, overcoming the plateau, if you will, as we would say in the fitness world. Oftentimes, we find reasons for why we can't do something, or at least not do it yet, right? I'll get to that when. I'll take my kids to church when they start behaving better. I'll take my kids to church when Johnny has to make his first communion. I can get better at eating healthier when I have more time to cook. I've started keto, I've started paleo, and I've started all kinds of other diets, and I haven't been able to get past a certain point in my weight loss journey. What's next? And again, I can work on getting fit when I have more time. A question to ask yourself is, how much time do you have left? I mean, how often do we allow our circumstances to define what we can or can't accomplish? Let's look at Mary. Let's look at our mother. Consider her yes and her circumstances. I mean, here she is. She's a teenager in Nazareth. She's betrothed. And she says yes to carrying a baby that doesn't belong to her husband. Do you have any idea the risks she was taking in saying that yes? 
It could have cost her her marriage. It could have cost her her life. And she said yes anyways. And all of us are so grateful she did. Because that yes brought our Savior into the world. Bottom line is, Catholicism is not a spectator sport. And neither is pursuing your fitness goals. Gotta say yes at some point. And make the commitment to take action. Take a risk. Take a leap of faith and allow it to bear fruit. And another factor to consider here in light of what the fitness journey can bring you. And aligning that with your Catholic faith. As the self-care factor. We all know, we've heard this before. I can't give to others what I don't have for myself. Meaning if I haven't received it. I got a better understanding of that um, when I was doing my hospital chaplain internship. Um, You know, when you're going from one trauma case to the next, it can be draining mentally, physically, emotionally. So finding that time to eat, finding that time to exercise and blow off some steam, even finding that time to go to the chapel and breathe with Jesus and to kind of regroup with him um, in between um, trauma situations and to allow yourself to kind of be prepared and be ready to go out for the next one. Man, it was so important. I mean, again, the whole idea when you're on the plane, they tell you to put your mask on first before you put it on the person next to you because you're no good to the person next to you if you're dead. You can't help them if you can't breathe. Those are some things I want you to think about as you walk away from this podcast. Um, Looking at the role and the um, unity behind our body and soul and how they are meant to come together um, and to be nourished and to be strengthened so that way we can become better humans and to become fully human like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I also want you to kind of consider how your Catholic faith might actually overcome And help you to overcome the areas in which you've been stuck in your fitness journey. Your healthy lifestyle. Maybe helping you to overcome a sin or an addiction you've been struggling with for a long, long time. The truth is, is we can't do it on our own. And we're not meant to. If you would like to learn more about um, Catholic fitness and finding ways to build that bridge for yourself. And even wanting to learn more about coaching go ahead and send me a direct message via instagram at the catholic fitness coach and i will gladly connect with you there and walk with you in your own journey (laughs) that being said have a blessed day and god bless